0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Empty Opinions Podcast. This is episode 194. The guest for this episode is rapper and producer Andrew Kawira. He joins me this episode to talk about his musical journey, unpacking Yeet's appeal. We definitely got into a Yeet tangent. It turned into a Yeet cast all of a sudden because he's a fascinating white rapper. How his father's death affected him, the other polar opposite end of emotions in terms of us talking about. Uh, topics in this episode and much much more a lot more it was a great episode fascinating it was about an hour and like ten minutes but we touched on a lot of topics a lot of like like you know buzzy topics too like Lil Yachty's album his rock album uh what's Kanye what he's gonna do next Tyler the Creator we talked about a lot of stuff ye obviously we talked about talked about a lot of popular culture shit alongside, you know, him as an artist, which I always like balancing so that it feels like a show rather than just an interview, even though, you know, it's an interview that I'm doing, but I try to broaden the topics every once in a while. I didn't start with music at the beginning because I don't think I'm going to keep doing that anymore. Um, Also, I want to keep this short and sweet. I'm not going to do my stories that I typically do. If you hear that little beep in the background, I have to change the damn battery on my smoke detector. I remember when that noise started, I barely heard it. Now it keeps getting louder and louder. I don't know how loud it's going to get before I have to just buy the fucking battery at 2 a.m. Just wake up and be like, I can't sleep. I think that's going to happen sooner rather than later. But yeah, sorry, guys. Sorry that it's been two weeks since the last episode came out. Took an impromptu break which I think is going to be common. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I can do every single episode in a weekly basis with all the shit that I'm doing, but I am just going to keep on interviewing people and then I'll get the episodes and then I edit them and then we're good to go. That's kind of what's going to be happening with this podcast. Um, also, this episode is not coming out on a Monday. I'm going to take the Joe Rogan approach of just dropping whenever. The only difference is that with Joe Rogan, he drops multiple episodes a week. So it's good to not know when an episode is coming out. He does damn near fucking four to five episodes a week. And all of them are like three hours plus. So maybe me comparing this podcast to Joe Rogan experience doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But you know what I mean. It's just going to be kind of, I'm going to try to keep kind of like a weekly schedule, but I don't think there's going to be a set time and date. You know, the episode is just going to come out and you can check it out whenever it comes out. Record it, try to get it out as soon as possible. I like that approach. We'll see how long I last with that approach because one thing about me, I switch my mind up a lot of times. I try new shit all the time. But yeah, uh, make sure to listen to Mr. Kawira's music. Um, I'll put a link in the description of this audio episode down in the below. Just click the much more, or whatever the fuck the button is. You can see where well, there's words under this episode. That's where the link is to listen to his music. Specifically check out the title of this episode in case we never cry again. That's any PF is, um, also follow him on Instagram, put the link for that down there as well. Uh and if you would like to see more content from the Empty Opinions universe go to the emptynetwork.com the link is also down there along with the other links you can see everything else that I'm doing which at the moment is not that much but when you go to the website even though it hasn't been updated with new shit in a while there's still a lot of shit to look around also if you want to see me in a comedy podcast go check out listen to this while you shit very funny podcast just had its 200th episode and i think it's going to be one of the biggest comedy podcasts in the world Like I said, no stories at the beginning. I think I'll save that for the end. Or maybe I won't do it at all. Anyways, without further ado, let's jump straight into this episode. Episode 200 with Mr. Kawira himself, Andrew Kawira. Let's go. You know how I told you I usually don't know how to start these episodes? Yeah. I think I got the perfect way to start. Okay. What is it like doing mushrooms? That's a great question. Yeah, because I remember if anybody's watching and listening to this episode, you might remember Andrew was on episode. I don't remember the number, but it was the live from Starfest episode last summer. Probably one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. Very special episode of the pod. Uh, You were there. You had my favorite. uh, You were part of my favorite clip that I've done so far. One of the funniest clips. The thing Mm -hmm. about, you know, everybody should have a hashtag. Everyone should have a tape everywhere um 100 but you were on mushrooms that day so i want to know how was that experience
1: uh you know what it was surprisingly more comfortable than i currently am in a weird way wow which is like you'd think being on shrooms you'd be sitting there like all agitated but i was like unhinged like i I was was just chilling like i just okay like shit was happening everywhere like you could have you could have I don't even know, hit me with a car and I'd have probably just been like Ah. Like you become extremely calm. Okay. Which is so yeah, I was just calm during the whole thing. I wasn't thinking it too much into in. it.
0: Yeah, yeah we we're, were good. Yeah. We're rolling. Uh Rain is in the house. He's gonna he's uh, uh, Andrew's manager. Um just came back, just had to acknowledge I like acknowledging the people in the room. Yeah, so gotta
1: acknowledge it. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the mice picked that up. I think they yeah. did. Um, I was just asking Andrew about doing mushrooms. You felt very calm.
1: Yeah, no, doing shrooms was it was just it was nice. Like it's like you get like this weird, like like obviously you go into it, you say how you're gonna feel like all right, I'm gonna take these shrooms, I'ma accept whatever happens in life. Okay. Like, some real white woman like yeah. like yoga shit, right? Yeah, you right. Go into right. It, And you're like, okay, I'm gonna manifest
0: happiness, and it works. And you're like, this is really. Do you do you see weird shit, or is that am I thinking of another drug? You're thinking of acid. Okay, I know because I know those because this is mushroom considered psychedelic. Yeah, is that like a psychedelic? So that's what I mean. That like. Do you see, like, different colors and shit? The shit starts melting uh, into each other? Shit, is that
1: part of it? You know, it does, but it doesn't happen, like, as much. Like, with acid, it's like, as soon as you take it, you're like, what the fuck? Like, the roof okay. is falling off. But, like, <laughs> yeah. shrooms, you're just like, like, it takes a while. Like, I didn't start seeing shit until, like, two hours after, and I was on the train. just sitting there, and, like, <laughs> oh, which was no. the worst part, because I'm on the train. And I have horrible. The I'm like, dog, the train's, like ripping in half or like some crazy shit like yeah are you was, serious yeah no. It, it felt like it was ripping in half like it felt like the train was deleting like i was like oh shit like this train is
0: how did you make it out that's a great, <laughs> that's a great the train? Question.
1: that was a great question i don't yeah. know Like that's the weird thing about shrooms like you don't remember at least for me i don't remember a lot of like subsections like anytime i'm traveling it's like i'm fast traveling
0: okay all right i'm not oh that's that's pretty funny
1: no it's kind of
0: and that adds to what we were just talking in the the car on our way here how Mm -hmm. doing the podcast felt like a side mission and i said about fast travels it sounds like doing mushroom makes you feel like you're in a video game it's exactly interesting you're
1: in a video game
0: that's okay and that makes that's that's uh, that's ironic because isn't that what fucking mario takes to get the fucking the power up is a mushroom, right?
1: Nigga, I was Mario.
0: Yo. <laughs>
1: you were, bro. That was fucking tight, yo. Yeah. I was Mario.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. How do you pronounce your last name? Cuz the, the W I fucks me up. And that's yeah. cuz I got an accent cuz I'm Dominican mm. and you know, I say shit wrong all the time, so it fucks me up. How do you pronounce? It's a uh, Kawira. Kawira. Yeah. Kawira. Yep. And my problem is that I tend to not enunciate the W. So I go like co yeah, nah. No, <laughs> get a lot of it's like queer, a space in between. Queer, <laughs> no. yeah. Nah, Did you get cool. called that in high school?
1: Middle school. Oh, really? Yeah, high queera? school. I was like, cut that shit out. But in middle school, it was okay. like queer, and I was like, queer wow. I'm like,
0: the fucking. That's I'm the thing with it. kids, bro. With young kids, it's like they're they're mean, mm-hmm. but them jokes be funny, bro. They that's pretty good. funny.
1: They were fucking <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah, they would pick you everything you had any detail they're coming after you
0: yeah kids are definitely way more Mm, observant they they kids know how to get get to your insecurities right away yeah yeah, yeah. somehow they just pick up on that yeah they're like oh he doesn't like that ha ha dickhead you have that (laughs) i'm like oh fuck (laughs) off at what point did you want to be a rapper um just asking all the uh, to start a podcast i like to ask basic questions to mm -hmm. get them out of the way so that we can get into like better topics Cause you know, it, like usually, I found that basic questions lead to like, like if you get them out of the way in the beginning, mm-hmm. then you find something within that basic e- yeah, question. you get to the the deeper discussions. Quicker.
1: Yeah. Uh, rap, middle school. I never really like it wasn't like a huge thing. I listened to a Kendrick album. I okay. Was, like, hey, kid, of City's Fire. I like. Went, I think I rapped once. It was middle school, and then I was like, it was the last day of middle school. Back when I lived in Philly, and I was like, uh, what happened? There was a freestyle. Everybody got into a circle, and they're, like, rapping. Mind you, I don't talk in school, right? Okay. I'm, like, the quiet dude. Like, So this is, like, imagine the nerdiest nigga from your school hopping into, like, a rap circle. Ooh, You're like, that'd don't, be crazy. Do, don't do this shit. Like, nigga, go sit your black ass down. Like, we don't want to hear that shit. Were you freestyling? Yeah. yeah okay. Because yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm about to write shit down. I never rap. So, like, I walk in. And I'm rapping, and like for like the first damn near the first half, everyone's like rocking with me. They're like, oh shit, yo, this kid's nice. Oh, that's cool. And the last bar, I fuck it up. Everyone's just like, ah. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, that shit was Aww. ass. But yeah, they're like, yeah, ass, bro. Yeah. Like, you could have said this. And I'm like, you didn't say shit, bro. Yeah, Shut up. Like, that's was, funny. But it was tight, though. I think. It was good for 80% of it. Exactly.
0: So that's good. I think good that's what, what is that? A B, a
1: B? Yeah, you got a B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Interesting. Plus performance.
0: So once you did that, so you never thought about rapping at all. You just like rap music. But at that point, you were like, you saw the reaction. You were like, oh, okay, I could do this? Or... Exactly. Was that the genesis? Like, that was, yeah. Exactly. How old were you?
1: I was probably like 15.
0: Okay. So was, this was in high school. Okay. Interesting. And did you... Probably
1: younger than 14, 13. It was middle school. Okay. Me. Middle school. So probably yeah. 13, 14 around there.
0: And did you decide to start making music right away or did it take a while? No,
1: it took like
0: a, it was like a two year gap. I think okay
1: Or so yeah it was like a two-year gap so by the time I hit 16 I was like mm, let me try Garage Band and I was just on my phone all of high school just making beats
0: right I was gonna say I was gonna ask you this because I was listening to the latest EP that you just put out and I was li- listening to the music you released 2022 like the singles in 2022 mm-hmm. and some of the top tracks uh i gotta be honest i did do that this morning before i picked you up because i forgot i was like fuck i I gotta listen to this music i'm about to get him on a fucking podcast so i and i would seen like the videos you post on instagram obviously but i didn't really delve deep into the music until today Mm -hmm. and one thing i realized without because i I realized that you were producer engineer all that in a song because i think it's a single yeah russian cream freestyle you have it on the cover yeah um and I was like, okay, that makes sense. Because when I was listening to your music in the EP, I was just like, that was going to be one of my questions. Like, are you a producer? Yeah. And you are, right? You produce your own 100%. shit. 100%. I like when rappers produce their own shit because they make the exact type of music they want to make. Exactly. You know what I That's mean? That's it.
1: That's all. It's literally just why the fuck would I want to rap over beats that have nothing to do with what the fuck I'm rapping about. Right. Like, motherfuckers will get on, like, a yeet-type beat rapping about how sad they are like nigga (laughs) make your own beats like we don't want to hear you rapping about sad shit on yo
0: sad rage you might have just invented something with you might have cooked up with that one bro i might have yo you. yo real shit money give me my
1: give me my credit nigga
0: bro imagine rappers talking about how depressed they are with ye i I never (laughs) i just kind of blew my fucking mind i was like i just i you know i just you know i just lost my girl yeah yeah, low-key, I want to do that. Hold on. I want to yeah, play yeah, GB because yeah, yeah. that's, that's fucking nuts. Hey, give me that moment. Eat type I B. I need to hear. Also, you know, I don't, I don't know how to freestyle. Obviously, you know how to freestyle, so don't judge me, okay? Hey, do what you got to, right? Let's see. Yeah. You know what I like about type beats nowadays? Hold oh. on. Let me stop. Yeah. Type beats nowadays are so funny because they structure the type beats on YouTube. There's timestamps. Look at this. It tells you when the intro is, that the shit, hook, what, the verse. What the, <laughs> that shit wasn't there when I was doing no. this. No, crazy. It, that's like a new thing now. Like, Yo, which again goes to like how tight beats. Mm-hmm. They're useful when you first get started, but mm-hmm. ultimately they're not because they're putting you in a box. Yeah, they're telling yes. you like you do the intro here then here's because usually when people look up type beats it's probably the first time they're making music so they don't know fucking song structure yeah. you know so i was like wait oh so this is the intro yeah. oh and then there's like a hook and a oh i had no idea um anyways yeah uh, but i don't know if i can do like the e voice that's the only my, my only problem like i can do like a typical Oh my goodness! God yeah. damn, it was as fuck. <laughs> why that, that beat 8-0. came in like that? that yo, that beat slapped the
1: fuck out of me, bro. Trumpy, yo, what yo. kind of bar is, there, yo? is that, yo? It's a
0: Sony. <laughs> that shit. Well, it has a fucking subwoofer on the side that you can't okay. see. Okay, that's where yeah. the bass comes no, from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that
1: bitch was woofing, nigga. Hey, yo, yo. Fuck, I, I just yeah, Nah, you the to, one that said you was going I know, now, I was going to say you it you get to put yourself Okay, there. hold on Come on Yeah Yeah I did this
0: <laughs> I'm trying to find the <laughs> flow Can you give me a flow that I can use on this? Okay just, what, uh, what, what, what kind of flows do they use on these beats? Uh,
1: like Wait, hold on Cause usually I zins, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah I knew me Yeah, yeah. yeah like that I zins, yeah. yeah My girl <laughs> Yeah That's my girl Wait,
1: wait,
0: hold on, hold on. Yeah. yeah That's my girl, yeah I was crying, yeah. Yo. I was tired, yeah. Yeah. In the shower, yeah. Yeah. Oh the water is out. Yeah. And my eyes is crying. Was crying. All the tears is out. Tears. Damn I miss my bitch. <laughs> damn I miss my bitch. Yeah. That's, that's the name of the song. Was, damn I miss damn my, my bitch. That's
1: it. Yo, that's what, what it is. A <laughs> you have to record that shit. Damn I miss yeah. my bitch. Yo,
0: that's gotta be it. Like a real that's, sad yeah. over a deep beat. <laughs>
1: That's it, bro. That was it. We just made some Damn.
0: shit. Damn. Damn, I miss my bitches so fucking funny. That is and, such a yeah. real bar. You know too. what this reminds me of? There's a yeah. point. There's a Yeet song that came out in his last album. Not the one that just came out uh, mm. yesterday. Yeah. Afterlife just came out. But before that, he put out like an EP. It was twelve tracks, but he called that an EP. I found that interesting. It's an album. Yeah, right, I agree. Yeah, yeah I I'm like not... when rappers Yo, rappers do that shit. Oh, why is it always rappers that went up like yeah. changed the way this shit is? When Drake put out uh, more lives, like this is a playlist. Yeah. It's like, yeah, bro, yeah. it's a fucking album. What are you talking nah, about? Nah, it's because
1: there isn't enough rules. Like music is so subjective. No, right. We have to just make shit up at this or,
0: point. Or or when Chance was like, no, this is still a mixtape. Do you remember yeah. like I'm going to make the Grammys change the rules mm-hmm. so that they accept this mixtape and I could win awards for it. Yeah. That was funny. That was around the time I mean, when
1: he was probably trying to push something, right? Like I guess he was Well, yeah, to he was trying to possibly.
0: push out a uh, fucking cuz he was so called independent. Mm-hmm. Right? Um that was an interesting era of chance where he was independent but you know, he had deals with Apple Music and was winning Grammys. Yeah, it's like, yeah. how independent are you, really? Yeah. No, you if, if you're you. that tapped in. Yeah. You got to have something going on. Yeah. Like, you're like, not... you you may not have a label, but you're mm-hmm. as tapped in as a label. So that's not really the spirit of being independ- independent. But why did I even bring up Chance? I, I forgot. But uh, what were you even talking about? I, honestly, we went in like three different tangents at
1: once. I, yeah, it's going to nigga who does shrooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, weed. yeah. I've done um, everything but remember. Oh, yeah. I was.
0: I brought up Ye because Ye made a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like his most serious song that he's ever made. Hold up. I got to look up the lyrics to it because people even kind of laughed at it. I remember listening to it. Like, you don't think of Ye as somebody that speaks about, like, real issues. No. Right? Like, you don't ever think, like, oh, no, Ye, you know, he's talking about that real political shit. Um, but the last song on his album mm-hmm. is called Killing Him. I'm going to pull up the lyrics so you can see this. Because, <laughs> when I was listening, because I like the song, right? I'm vibing to it, and then mm-hmm. I hear him. I hear what the song is actually about, and I'm like, why is he rapping about this? Okay. Um, the song is called "Killing Him." Actually, okay. I want to play this song. Why not? Fuck it. Yeah. So you guys can hear it. Uh, uh, this is probably the most like melancholic song that Yeats ever made. Um, which surprised me.
1: I'm working on
0: dying. Working on dying. Somebody, PennyX. another Philly.
1: Really? around this got around this
0: got around this Why around this rapping around this is around this about around this and around this around this this I, like I, I, out of all people when I heard that song I'm like Ye of all people the yeah. last song of his so called EP Yeah, he just said you know what the guns is killing the young you know the, the, the young folks amphetamines like why are we doing that I'm like Ye of all people rapping about that it was so fucking funny I was just bumping a yeet <laughs> bar where he was talking about Pop and Molly so <laughs> that's what I'm saying so that,
1: that's the most confusing shit I've yeah. ever experienced in yeah. my life
0: it's like when, it's like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like when Future talks about like, damn, all these kids are doing drugs. Whole well, time, he's the reason. Yeah, nah, he's- Like everybody was listening to Dirty Sprite 2 and was like, nah, yeah. this is cool. Yeah, like- nah, And, and Future's like, shit. oh, actually, I stopped doing drugs a long time ago. Which is, you know? I hate that <laughs> shit. Every
1: rapper's like, oh yeah, I don't actually do this shit, <laughs> yeah. but I'm going to continue to promote it so yeah. people can enjoy the lifestyle that I don't consume, which is like, the fuck are we- Talking
0: about, yeah, it. I remember Juice World talking about that when he collaborated with Future. They mm-hmm. did like a, a collab, like a mixtape album, whatever project. And he was talking about like the reason he got into drugs was because of Future. And like he found out that Future's oh, he, he talked to Future about it. And Future was like, Yeah, I don't do that shit no more. I stopped doing that a long time ago. That's fucked up, low key. It That's is fucked dark. up because look where, look where Juice World's oh, at, gonna, you know? Holy shit, yeah, it's very fucked up. Um, this anyways, drug- yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> yo, this drug culture is dark. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> My bad. This is what happens when he no, no, talks about fine. real issues. Yeah, you know, look, say. look what, look what we're talking about. Yo, Ye yeah. low key is like a modern day philosopher if you think about it. Yeah, he might. Um, be. Have you done be rage beats? Have you ever rapped over rage like type um, of beat or
1: produced a, a rage beat? I've definitely, actually, yeah, a hundred percent. You had like, like not like on a hip hop note. It was more of like a sampled rock
0: oh okay and you because you wanted to see if you could do it yeah exactly
1: yeah i was was strictly just wanted to see if i could do it and i could do it i don't need to if i release it i release it right right but it's not like oh i want to join the hype like fuck yeah it's weird
0: and let's go back to the the, how this all started which is me asking you about you producing your own music um at what point did you realize you did you start being did you want to be a producer first or a rapper first uh rapper Rapper, okay, yeah, and then when then what made you realize I gotta start making my own beats, son. Uh,
1: I think it was just I would making them. I'd yeah, I'd make them in high school back okay. in class. Uh, I forget what the period was called. You know that period like right after lunch or before. We uh, eat? advisory. I think so. Yeah, yeah. advisory. So I'd yeah. just be sitting there and I'd be like, all right, well I can't. I have nothing to do. We make beats, mm. and then after a while I start rapping around them. And I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. I don't have to rap on tight beats for the right, rest of right. my fucking life. I can yeah. make them, and I okay. was like, then, and I also aspired to be like a Kanye, a Tyler, like mm. these people who make their own beats. Like, in fact, I didn't know people didn't make their own beats up until like my junior year of high school. Really? I just okay. thought everybody was making their own because it made sense in my head. Like, oh, if I'm gonna make music, I'm gonna make the entirety of the song. Mm. I make the beats. I'm gonna compose yeah. this. I'm gonna do this shit. Then after a while, I was like, "Oh, people just rap on other people's beats." Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, that's, that's usually how it goes. That makes sense. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay, so you mentioned Kanye and Tyler. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they're big influences. So mm-hmm. I think we talked about that on the Starfest episode. I think yeah. I did ask you those questions, like, which, who, which kind of artists do you kind of model your music after? And so Kanye, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anybody else uh, you would include in that? Yeah. I was going to say, you got to include Yee, yeah. you know, he's
1: done a lot for the shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh,
0: yeah, right. you know what's fucked up, though? Yeah. You know what's funny? Yee low-key might be that for a lot of young kids, especially in the TikTok generation. Which is fucking weird, yo. That's kind of nuts to think about, but th- yeah. like, I do think... I don't know. Yee has always been... Fa- Hold on. I got to set up to talk about Yee. Yeah, nah. Because Yee is so fascinating to me mm. because I feel like he's somebody who... Kind of came out of nowhere. He's been making music, but he kind of came out of nowhere and just made the best version of what this type of music is. Mm. You know what I mean? Which yeah. that's always uh, that th- I find that fascinating because there've been a lot of people doing the kind of ragey type beats, obviously Playboy Cardi and shit, and yeah. Trippy Red, but they've kind of gone like spread out and tried other sounds. So I think there was kind of like a void in the rage world that a lot of obviously here in philly underground artists were trying to cap do that mm-hmm. um but then rage uh, well not rage i mean Ye kind of came out of nowhere and just had the best production and was making the best hop and you know with with the, with this type of music production is like the most important part of it right yeah. uh, and then you kind of complement the beat with whatever you can do with vocals so it's crazy how Ye just has the best producers working on this shit like Benny X, in a lot of the working on dying people, like he, he's collaborated with them yeah, um and I find that fascinating how important that is, like a lot of the times that people like ye it's like they really like the production, like the production is nuts always, and every the single star song it's like it, it, cause it's because it's kind of like it'd be kind of it'd be like low-key experimental a lot of the time yeah it's like but it's no, combined 100 percent
1: you know what I mean yeah, like it's like this it's it's the cardi feel 100 percent he's yeah. giving you that. But he's also giving you like, oh, you just want to hear shit. Like literally, <laughs> yeah. I think Yeet fans just want to hear shit. Like they don't <laughs> they don't care. Like they're like, fuck it, just throw sounds. Exactly. Because like, like you listen to Yeet and you're like, there's a sound, obviously, but like not to be like this like weird ass hierarchy of like Uh-oh. production. But okay. it's like <laughs> m- like there's no melodic composition like there's no not really melody well, it,
0: it, yeah, it just it, kind
1: of falls where yeah, it needs I, to
0: I, I agree but, but I, I i agree that like there's certain accent sounds that they yeah. throw in the production that are just kind of random mm-hmm. makes no sense with the song it's kind of throw in there and it sounds kind of cool like i'm trying to think like but a lot of his production i think is actually like weirdly complex like you've heard this song for sure yeah, right, like, like, you know, like, this beat I'm is like, anybody listen to this, out, you know, listen like to this even if you don't like you're yes, like, nah, yeah, this yeah, shit just sounds... Like, you, I'm just sitting here, I'm like, oh shit, went, like, like, all this shit I was talking about, you is about is kind of fire, yo. Like, you hear this, and that's just undeniably catchy. Yeah, nah, you know I what like. I mean?
1: And it's just like, a nigga screaming in the back, like, <laughs> hey, like, what the fuck is what that? What the weirdest sound effects? Yeah, exactly. So it's like... Can't and, and say shit.
0: It, 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 that's what I mean with Yeet. Like th- what I like about his music is that it feels yeah. it feels uh purposeful. Mm. It almost like there's a mastery to it. Like when a lot of people try to do this kind of music, it can sound lazy. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like, you know, whatever the rage and the way they're rapping over is very kind of like, what are you doing? Sometimes it could even be boring. But like with Yeet's music, um, I like that it feels like no, this just Sounds like a master at what he's doing. Like somebody's honed his craft mm-hmm. for a while, and now you hear it. It's like okay, he's clearly above. Like if anybody making rage music right now, like in terms of the newer people, like I feel like he's way above. Yeah, anybody yeah. else kind of doing that. You know yeah, what I mean? And that's a why a system. lot of people try to copy it. I just want to play this song because I like it. Um, one of his most like experimental. I don't know if you guys have heard this song. It's called "Can't Stop." Mm-mm. This turned into a yeet fan cast. Ba- da ba- da, ba- da Have you heard
1: da- this? Start.
0: It's yeah, like a rock daddy, influence.
1: Daddy, yeah, I can't stop. I'll I'll this is in different. Yeah, right? I'm gonna t- 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 wait till the beat drops. I'm gonna go copy my train, I'm gonna go copy my side, I'm gonna go copy the guy. How about
0: a group in the oh, yeah, the, I mean, <laughs> this know, like I hate when does
1: he does that, just knows how to like it. It's like okay, you enjoyed yeah. that. I just Let's wanted to play this. that
0: bit that song just because it's probably his best song that he's ever made. Um, anyways, he, he's definitely up there with Kanye and uh, Tyler the Creator. I think is we're finding out on this podcast. Um, but besides Z, who else would you put in that, <laughs> in that uh, top tier of
1: influences? That's a good question. Yeah. I'm gonna put um. I'm gonna put Whitney Houston. You okay, what, uh, something about her, I fuck with her melody, and not even her mm. melody, but her her character as a musician was very much so like, here's me, right, and like she would give you like, uh, like every love song she's ever made has truly been about love. Like it's not mm. like there's some weird deviation of, oh, I love you, but this or I feel this way, but this. It's like no, I love you. That's it. That's all we're talking about. We're not doing no weird shit with it. like. Mm, and I think that about her has just been really, I fuck with that. Because there's not a lot of people who do that.
0: There's yeah. not a lot of people that, I don't think there's anybody doing pure I love you music nowadays. No. And it kind of shows how kind of jaded this generation is. We're like, nobody is really vulnerable in music anymore, if you no. think about it
1: not at all you
0: know what i mean like nobody's and not even just with like romantic love just in general i did an episode a couple of weeks ago uh with uh, uh um janae minuet she's like an r&b artist okay. and we we're talking about this in terms of r&b music out r&b music now is like toxic you know with yeah. brent Feyes and shit like yeah, it's really yeah, more so, so about me. like it has the aesthetics of r&b but it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't have none of the like actual, like, vulnerability and soul that R&B music used to have. Because yeah. That was the whole point of R&B music is, like, you know, you know, getting those feelings of love and, like, pure bliss into music. Mm. Uh, and literally, I don't think it's, it's very rare for any R&B artist to do that nowadays. Or any artist. I'm trying to think, who's the most vulnerable rapper that you guys can think of right now that's still making music nowadays? Probably just Kanye.
1: Tyler, Tyler oh God, I'll, yeah. I'll give Tyler actually not even, yeah, no, Tyler. Well, no, Tyler, because fucking that's say, what Igor is,
0: literally what Igor is. Yeah. It's yeah, him yeah, being yeah. like sad as fuck. And then, you know, then. I'm about to say, gets over it and call me if you get lost. Yeah. That's uh, great. Right. call me if you get lost is like. Uh, you know, I'm not sad no more. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm just like, going to rap this whole time. I got the bag now. Suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Igor was like, the, probably his hardest heartbreak, and He's yeah. like, he did the whole like love story arc of it. Uh, that one was, that that, that one was the, actually, the, I agree. That's probably the last like musical project I can think of of somebody just being really vulnerable. Uh, Kendrick did it because I got the fucking vinyl oh, right there. So yeah. that was my favorite oh, album of last year. God. Um. That but was so good. Yeah, I, lo- I love the what album. The fuck? But the way he does it is so kind of I'm not gonna say abstract, mm. but kind of abstract. Yeah. You know, no, in a way 100%. you can't just play that just casually.
1: Yeah, no, you no. You can't
0: no, play no, Kendrick's no, album, no, just, just put that in the background in a the party. Then so start saying the F word and Auntie Diaries is loud. Yeah, I was gonna that was
1: literally about that. Auntie Diaries, you're sitting there. <laughs> I remember just listening to it and you're like, <laughs> Yeah. Wait, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, What did yeah. he say? You're going back, you're like, oh shit. Yeah, you yeah, damn. He said that? Motherfucker doesn't care. This but, is beautiful. It's art.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I agree with, the, with your choice. So do you aspire to be vulnerable in your music then? Sounds like. Because if you include Whitney Houston in that, that means that you kind of want to talk about emotions Everything. in I, your
1: music. I don't. I think with music, for me, music is like literally therapy. Like I'll sit there and mm. make music and like no bullshit, just cry like just like um, I just sometimes I just cry yeah yeah I was literally, <laughs> literally <laughs> be like like I was literally just sit there and make music yeah, and it's like yeah. and I don't know like depression but it's like nigga I've like you fill yourself with these emotions and these thoughts and at no point does anyone usually teach you how to get rid of them right yeah so if you're like clogged up with like damn I'm sad like no one's like oh yeah just like journal or like meditate or like do right. some therapy like no so what was my genre it was go to music I, mm. I just sit there and make music you get these feelings out and then like you think about like, damn, I wonder if someone else feels like this.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think that's the beauty of me. That's why I like music. That's why I like any sort of art. Cause it helps you experience emotions. You either may or you either may or may not be feeling at the moment. Yeah. Like with like a good album. Like that's why I love Kendrick's album. Cause I was able to go in his emotional journey. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I can understand where he's coming from. I was able to grasp his emotions and feel them. Um, Also with movies, I like doing that because it puts you in a place like you're watching a good movie and you feel like you're living whatever the characters are living in a movie. Mm-hmm. right whether you actually having to you know kill your mom or something i don't know i'm taking i'm hearing you but you i'm know like what I'm saying? no yeah. i'm talking about like you know those crazy dramatic movies it's like you gotta make the choice like your mom is just a zombie oh, yeah, and you yeah, gotta yeah, kill yeah, her yeah, yeah. and then oh, no, you know yeah. the that's what your, i mean
1: yeah it pulls at your heart that's how i want to kill my mom no no, guys. No, 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 no 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 i'm with you okay i don't
0: want to kill my mom yeah that's like i feel you um that's why i like art in general but i was thinking you mentioned Tyler the Creator, and there's yeah. something every time Tyler comes up, I always like to talk about his influence. Mm. And there's and there's just something that I've noticed recently that he's influenced multiple generations at this point. Like not even yeah. just one. Like around the Goblin and Wolf era, that's that. That's like the beginning of almost like internet culture in rap yeah, music,
1: Tumblr era.
0: Yeah, like the real like cats and shirts shit, like that kind of real internet shit that was in the internet he was able to put it in music right mm. one of the first rappers to do that obviously Soldier Boy did that but in a different way this was more so like just the internet culture not just internet yeah. Um, then after that I feel like he influenced a lot of people with Cherry Bomb in that yes. it was a very experimental album obviously it started that. hold on I gotta play that song one of my f- favorite songs ever Cherry Death Bomb. Camp you, know, you guys know oh, Death Camp right Death well, like starting his album like this like Think about how music how much music sounds like this nowadays. That's uh, crazy. I never thought about that.
1: Either. Think about
0: it. That like real like uh rock influence is a thing. Like you oh, hear it in right? music all the time. And I know for sure that album influenced people like X. Like, cause he said it in tweets and shit. Influenced people like Billy Eilish of all people which yeah, is really funny. Yeah, which um, is crazy. He so influenced the top. Like, think about it. He's th- I I love pointing this out to people because even if it's not musically, he's definitely influenced a lot of like big artists. Like, yeah. I like to sh- I like to say that like think about X, Billy Eilish, and Lil Nas X. How different those three artists are, and he's influenced all of them. They what all Jesus. cite him as like their number one influence. Jesus, that's gosh. nuts. That amount of influence is crazy and recently cool. I've been thinking about how much influence Flower Boy had. Yeah. with the more like indie rap like, like hold on you guys obviously have heard Flower Boy I just want to hear yeah. a song so uh, so you guys can see what I'm talking about like Love what's Tyler, the man. one yeah like the, the, this one obviously okay 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 okay, okay. 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 like this type of music the amount of people I've been hearing that are so influenced by this type of indie rap yeah. is crazy yeah, I think it's because he invented It's not even he
1: invented anything, he just did it black. Like, I was right. thinking about uh, Afro surrealism, right? I was talking about okay. this, friend where it's like this idea of like black people do things and the hype or like the wildness of it, the surrealism of it, isn't like anything of the situation, it's just right. being black. Right. Like the fact that he's doing this and he's black, it's like right. what the fuck? It's
0: it's very and it's still pretty very rooted in rap. Yeah. Right? Like it's still like rap rooted. It's just like he's kind of branching out and adding other elements to it. And this is gonna lead to an interesting talk that I've been seeing. Have you guys seen the discourse with the new Yachty album? Mm-hmm. Let's start here.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Have you guys been seeing like what people are talking about? Cause Yachty has been saying that the reason he made that album was because he wanted to be taken serious as an artist.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. And a
0: lot of people, and I think rightfully so are criticizing him like, why do you feel the need to get away from rap to feel like you're an artist? Mm. You know what I mean? Like why does that and and I think it's interesting because I think that that's to me the coolest part of rap is that it's so malleable. It's more yeah. malleable than I think any other genre of music. You mean. know what I mean? Like as long as you're rapping, yeah. it don't matter what you're rapping on as long as you're rapping, is rap music, you yeah. know, and so that that allows you to make all sorts of sounds while you're rapping. Like it could be from Flower Boy to Yeet; those are all rap. You know what I mean? Like, so and with Yachty saying that, I, I, I was thinking about like, it's cool that Yadi did that album, right? It's very like, you know, obviously like, uh, uh, what's that band name? The fucking Tame the, Impala. Uh, or... Tame Impala influence for sure. Pink Floyd. Is oh, what I'm thinking Floyd. of. Yeah. It's very Pink Floyd influenced, that album. Um, which I think it's cool. But, but I think that where he kind of messed up was saying that like, I want to be taken serious as an artist. Yeah, and he felt like yeah, not yeah, rapping yeah. was going to make him do that.
1: I think a lot of rappers run into that issue though. Mm. There's like this feeling of, like not to say rap isn't like a serious thing. Because right. it is. A lot of people, he blew up off that. He yes. can never take that away from his name. He is a rapper. Yeah, But there is this conversation of, like we were talking about earlier, as an artist, you don't want to get stuck. Yeah. You don't ever want to be like that dude where they're just like, Oh, like you don't want to be a the
0: baby, right?
1: Mm. Like the baby, <laughs> yeah. like he has a Well for a, more
0: than music. Yeah. For more reasons
1: than music, you don't want to oh, be a the baby. That's true. But other than <laughs> you know, other than like the baby right? Yeah. Just like <laughs> in regular yeah. regular music theory, right? It's just yeah. like he has like this very singular route in music. Like he doesn't right. seem like he wants to take anything and move it anywhere like Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to break a boundary he doesn't want to strive to like make new shit he just wants to rap like right but like with little yadi like you could always tell he was he was never like in the group so for him to want to be an outcast and make this didn't really throw me off like yeah, I, I, don't, I don't,
0: I don't, I agree. I think in in I I think it suited him because he's always mm. done like weird kind of music, even with Teenage Emotions, like he's or like even his first thing like Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. It's always been pretty weird. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like that shit's always been pretty weird. So I think it makes sense for like me. It, it made sense that transition into it. The only part that that, that like that I said kind of annoyed me a little bit, and I, is the him saying that he wants to be treated like a serious artist. But mm. I think rap music. I think rap. Music, I think it's interesting because with rap, yeah, a lot of people do use rap music because it is the most popular genre right now. To hit a quick lick, you know what I mean. To make money, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like 100%. I can get in this. I don't give a fuck about music. Exactly. I can jump in this get and this make bread money. Dip out. Yeah, and I think that's, that's why. You could, you know, some people could see, like, a lot of people that don't really care about the music and blowing mm-hmm. up. And then you hear the music. It's like, it's clear you don't care about the music. Mm-hmm. But I think that happens in, in other genres. Like, I'm trying to think. I found the name. There's this rock band mm-hmm. called Greta, Greta Van Fleet. I don't know if you've ever heard of it.
1: i heard of them once. They're
0: like a, they're like a newer rock band that mm-hmm. get criticized because they literally only do pastiche. So they, pastiche. like, meaning they just rehash Pink Floyd music. For people that still like Pink Floyd, all they do is just do 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 that kind of music over and over again for people that miss Pink Floyd. Not even because they like Red Event Fleet. They they're just, almost like a, cover, they're like a more advanced cover band. They're the real life guitar hero. Pretty, <laughs> that's fucking yeah, fire. Yeah, pretty much. So they do that. But I think the reason I bring them up is, is an example that it happens mm. outside of rap too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if they're necessarily like, they love music, but they're finding that mm. they can make money filling in the gap of people that still miss Pink Floyd. Yeah. You know a, what I mean? A, so I think I that it. happens. You'll see that in country all the time. There's people that fucking oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. make country music because, you know, you can bet you're going to sell out stadiums just w- fucking singing about your fucking truck and
1: I w- I beer. I want to quickly take back that, oh, yeah, yeah, like I fuck with country. like <laughs> I'm I don't I don't I'm do not not i not going to put that on record. I just yeah. hopped on that bandwagon. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah there's
0: you there's know, some a good... I, I, I think that I made it... One of my resolutions for this year was to... Um, Listen to more country music, outside really? of the, yeah, outside of the like the 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 popular like the I want to listen to the real shit because I think yeah. country music is good. It's just the popular country music that's bad. Nah, it's probably so bad. when I actually dig deep into like what's the quality country music that's out there because mm. it's very similar. Like I, I've listened to some country music and you know I, I mean I like instruments, so it's like it's gonna be sound nice to hear fucking guitar and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna like. That's going to sound cool, so I'm going to like it, I think. Mm. I just want to, you know, get over my hump of, like, oh, it's country music. Why the fuck would I listen to country music? Even though one of my favorite songs, I think, of all time, purely for nostalgia reasons, is the the song Life is a Highway. It's fucking Cars. You seen the movie Cars? you know like, that sequence where he's leaving he's yeah, inside of the yeah. truck and the, the fucking bro that shit that song is burning my mind i'm with that you, whole 100%. scene is i was like and i love that shit like yeah, as a kid i'm listening and i was like yeah. it's fire no i was just so, talking
1: about that movie it's the greatest one of the greatest pixar movies. i, I agree it's a it's a great
0: time. movie do you remember when in cars three they try to make it like very serious
1: I watched that and I thought I
0: was gonna cry. Then I was like, "No!" But they did try to get you to cry when he crashed in the beginning. Yeah, it's almost like an athlete that tore his ACL. That's how they played it. I was like,
1: "Nigga, this is a fucking car. (laughs) Like, go to go to AutoZone and get your shit together, bro." Yeah, go
0: to the doctors. I guess in their universe, that's their version of a car shop. Yeah. Um. How do we get into this? Uh, I keep getting into tangents. I don't know how we I got into I don't onto. know, but I,
1: I'm stuck on this card.
0: Though. Um, I was talking about Tyler's influence. That's how we got yeah. here. And how he's influenced, like, in the different eras of his music journey. He's influenced a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I just find it interesting he's influenced people with Wolf, with Cherry Bomb, and Flower Boy in different ways. Yeah. And now he's still relevant after all this time. Because I grew up listening to Wolf and shit. Mm-hmm. There's people that grew up, that like, younger than me, that grew up listening to Flower Boy. Like that was their wolf.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. the fact
0: that that's a, a thing kind of makes me feel old. But also, it's like that's crazy that an artist has that longevity. He's able to reinvent himself, and like mm-hmm. young, new younger people still listen to it. Like, you could talk to a fifteen year old, I think, and be like, "You listen to Tyler," and they'd be like, "Yeah, I love Tyler yeah. with the same enthusiasm that you." And that doesn't happen often. No, it's not like no. a singular artist. You're like, if you got, if there's a big age gap, mm-hmm. that you can bring up, and they'll be like, they're either gonna be like, "No," or you know, I'm listening to Yeet old Head. Like yeah. I don't know if I'm fucking listening to I don't know. Like I'm trying Listen to think of to about...
1: Yeet old Head. <laughs> yeah. I will slap that little nigga. I'm listening to Yeet
0: O Head. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm listening That's tight, I'm I listening to the it, Yeet Minion song. Yeah. Old head. That's what I like. Um it, music is interesting. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanna ask you more music questions. Um Please do. Why haven't you put out an album yet? Uh damn that's a good question
1: hold on uh you know what actually i think it's yeah recently i just learned the mix um i don't i'm not a really good person at mix like i just woke up one day and i was like yo i suck at this which is okay because like you know i think it's important for like that self-awareness sure being like all right but i was just like yeah i don't like the mix of my shit so i recently met people and we're working on it now but what an album yeah,
0: yeah, yeah oh oh interesting okay yeah, that's a good little good little, good uh, little th- 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 a little th- th- hint that right that. there maybe 2023 but, maybe 2024 2023, possibly 2023. 2025. maybe it'll take three years maybe, maybe, maybe this is your uh uh what was that dr dre album that was never get- detox detox <laughs> maybe your album is detox
1: and nigga the- would he never released it
0: <laughs> yeah it just builds up the hype yeah it's like yo, you know hey, detox yo. coming soon and
1: never came out this is gonna be my cardi honestly that's just- fine Cardi never going to drop that shit uh, oh Which, yeah that, the even, new one I don't know how Cardi does it what he just doesn't like he'll like well I mean obviously he just builds a call off whatever project he dropped but yeah. like, that nigga will disappear for like years he he does and then just come back and it was like oh
0: shit yeah, it, it and it, it it and ultimately I think it does build up hype mm-hmm. it's crazy do you feel like when whole lot of red came out it does feel like that was the biggest he's ever been right as an artist right that's a good question. I think so. Because I think, I mean, again. Yeah, probably
1: at that point. I don't think there's no way he surpassed that with.
0: Yeah. That like, I don't think. Way. I don't think. What was that song? The the Hyde the in my Masak. Magnolia. In New York. I mean, yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Magnolia. Yeah. Like, that was pretty big. But I don't think it was as big as Whole lot of Red. No. And like, the hype big got. And how much people talked about it. People considering it a Christmas album now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another artist that a lot of young kids have followed. And he's been around. Not for the longest. But mm-hmm. like. 2016 and now there's kids in 2020 was when they came out yeah whole lot of red like five years later four years later they're like oh shit i never knew of play with cardi i like him i'm fascinated about the artists that we grew up with that are still relevant now because i feel like that takes talent
1: like you know what i mean like you can't just like make it that far without talent and a weird like an insatiable amount of understanding for like music y- yeah. in terms of like where it's at like you have to literally step outside of yourself and be like okay this is how music's moving yeah I yeah. can't keep making the same shit I'm making but you still have to adhere to yourself you still have to be like oh this is my shit
0: yeah uh, but it's
1: good shit for now
0: yeah it's funny that I'm about to bring up another name obviously Lil Uzi we just want to rock Love, Lil capitalizing Lil on the fucking Jersey Club shit and is and uh, now is one of the biggest, one of his biggest songs, you know. New um, anthem, possibly, which is it, it's, it's so. That's what I mean. It's like really weird. That shit is so impressive because even before that, people had to, every, every once in a while, people would always have to take. It was like, oh, Uzi's falling off. Uzi's falling off. Yeah. Um. Every time he doesn't drop music for a while, that's yeah. inevitably, inevitably what they do with him. And he just keep is still able to stay relevant. I think staying relevant is so fucking hard. Just ask the baby, like you said. I mean, ask any of these artists that are hot for a little bit and just are gone. That shit is hard, bro. It's difficult. It's borderline like impossible if you think about it. No, 100%. You have
1: to continue to be good in the public eye, good musically, good financially, intelligent. You have to have a good team. And all this has to continuously happen, (laughs) like a well-oiled machine, for the rest of however long you do it. Yeah,
0: and I think Connie is the ultimate example. I think he's the the, definitely like the ultimate like. There's young Connie fans, and granted, it might be because of his clothes and shit. It might be because of fucking, I don't know his Alex Jones interview. I mean, I don't know, like you know, he still, It could be for bad reasons too, but he does still say relevant. You know what I mean, like. Yo, Kanye is so funny to me because, like, he knows <laughs> what he's doing, dog. Like, to people, he's at. So?
1: I it, think he's just crazy. He's like, not- I genuinely think the niggas Justin's. Like, I think we're giving him way too much credit and attention. Like, he's a crazy nigga. At the point, obviously yeah. not in general. Right. But he's going crazy. Like this nigga is losing his mind. But yo. this
0: is what I find. But I think the reason I think it's calculated to a certain extent. I don't yeah. think. I think he is crazy. Yeah. I just think I, he. It's, it's almost like a like a. He knows when to turn it on and off. Mm, okay. No, I've thought. I've thought that's a possibility too. Like P. he's not talking right now. Yeah. He just shuts the fuck up for like a year, and all of a sudden he's back and saying crazy shit. It was like, <laughs> oh my god, he's like he's out of control, yeah. and then he gets back in control. Mm-hmm. He keeps doing that over and over again. I'm like, bro, you can't. There's only somebody's obviously gonna do it. Well, I, I, at least for me, I'm like, mm. but I, but the problem is, he keeps getting crazier and crazier. That's
1: the, <laughs> that's the issue people keep having. It's yeah. just like like he'll start off like, fuck Bush, and we're all like, yeah, yeah not I can agree with that. Fuck Bush, like <laughs> Bush is a dickhead, and then like. He'll be like, "Yeah, Hitler's kind of cool, and like, right? right. Wait, <laughs> the transition doesn't make any fucking sense." Yo, how you like, got how there, you, bro? Hey, that's what I was yeah, saying. Like, crazy. what what about that made you feel like I oh, yeah. Like, I think he just wakes up and feels shit, and he's like, "It just says it."
0: Yeah. And when things get too hot, he just shuts the fuck up, goes away for exactly. a year, wears a mask, starts waiting a de- model, and then you know, after a while, people. Because I mean, it's been a while since people have talked about Ghani, Funny enough. Like, people kind of had just like chilled on him. We'll see if the next time he comes back. He's going to say something crazy. He's probably going to say something. I don't even know what the fuck is crazy.
1: Whatever he says next could like real life (laughs) change some shit. (laughs) Because
0: there's there's no way he's just going to say normal shit. Yeah, he can't go back. That's true. But maybe the craziest thing is something not crazy. How about Mm. that? Maybe he just goes full like Dr. Umar Johnson. That you know what I mean? Crazy. I though. could see that. I That's could see that being the next thing. Just him being yeah. like, or going folk with Nick Cannon and being like, "White people come from the mountains. <laughs> 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 They're Vikings." Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: said that. Yeah. Oh, wait, I didn't. Yeah, he remember. got canceled for it. He said,
0: what the "Yeah, yeah is? he said, he said, like, if you think about, you know, white people, yeah, the Caucasians, mm-hmm. they come from the Caucasus Mountains." Mm. And if you think about who comes with the come up, because there, he basically said white people are the real savages. If you want to talk about it, that's why he said his podcast, and he yeah. did get canceled because he has a lot of corporate fucking. He hosts the he I'm was hosting not, America's yeah. Got Talent. Oh shit! You can't say that shit. Well, you know, you can't say white people are the real savages and judge America's Got Talent. Um, but I think it's kind of over now. He's apologized, but that was that was kind of nuts. That's the only thing kind of can do now is just go full like i don't know like what's the equivalent of fuck bush nowadays like fuck trump i mean that's kind of that's yeah, not even nah, that shocking it's, it's, has to be something in I that vein you. like very progressive it should be he should maybe his full like communist arc is coming he's just go full communist he's like you know what we you know capitalism is just simply not working he's saying this is a billionaire too he's like yeah. i'll be honest guys maybe that's the, maybe that's where he goes he's like you know what i'm giving away my billions. That would be. Fucking Can you imagine? Crazy. That, I think I that would think get people I, back. in. I think people will forget the, the Hitler shit, I mean. and they'll be like, you know what? If if you're putting your money where your mouth is, and mm-hmm. you're like, you know, shared communes. That's what we're doing from yeah. now on.
1: Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> that would be
0: crazy. That's the that crazy thing. If he man. did
1: give out his money, he would like. He would have an actual effect on the
0: world. But like, that's what would, I mean. Like he could change a city. Like that's what I mean. So, so that would maybe maybe I think that I could see that maybe working. Uh, Connie's an interesting guy. I like that documentary. Did I see uh, Genius? Yeah, did I watch Genius? That yeah, that, that was shit good, was incredible. Was it was sad near the end, but it was like it's actually gonna. I it was kind of like revealing in a way. Like, yeah. anyways, um, let's talk about your last EP. Now we're gonna take a turn for the serious. Man, no we'll more jokes. It's over. Right, jokes no more are funny done. Funny shit. I'm so not even gonna smile for the rest of this pod. I'm gonna smile.
1: It's gonna be. Yeah, I'm,
0: not, to I'm, not, I'm. I'm not. I'm. going full uh, yeah. Barbara Walters. All right. Yeah, I mean, just a serious you question. Get real serious on my So, Mr. Kawira, did I say it right? You did okay, cool. Thank um, you. Um, you put out an EP that last uh, or the, the, January first, which is pretty cool to start the year. In case, in case we never cry again,
1: In case we never cry. Again. What is it about? Um, it's just that in case it's it's about like the idea of obviously with losing my dad, it was. It was like, in case we never get a chance to really feel like, and not even in case, because I, I won't, I won't ever get a chance to like cry with him again. Like, mm. It's on this idea of like, in case I never get to feel the way I felt with you again, here's this project. Because wow. it was all before he died. So it's like, in case I never get to cry. Or Wait, the, like mu- the music you recorded was yeah, before? It was all before my dad
0: died. Oh, wow. Okay. And had you been planning to release it as an EP? No. Or it's just music it, that you
1: hadn't made. It all just went together.
0: Okay, interesting. That That's fascinating because I felt like there was like a, a somber tone to the EP. Yeah. It just happened to be kind of just a coincidence. Yeah. Of like, or maybe you're feeling that way even before. No, you...
1: it was all like, it was, a lot of it was sad emotions I felt at the time. Like it was, it was those feelings of sadness that I felt. Like it's almost like a, it was like a weird, I don't even know what to call it, like a reflection of how I felt. Like it yeah. was like, I felt Sadness at that time, which I feel now, but this was all how I felt when he was still around. Like it was just, oh, it was wow, a right. connection in a sense. Yeah, that's about. interesting. Yeah. And I
0: also want to tie it into like getting more, getting to know you a bit more. Mm-hmm. So, because wh- where is your dad from?
1: He's from Tanzania.
0: Where so is that? East Africa. Okay, so East Africa. Okay, cool yeah. Tanzania uh and was he did was he born there and came to yeah, the US?
1: He came here I think around like 20.
0: Oh wow, okay. Yeah. Uh what uh, how old was he when he had you? Uh he
1: had me he was like 40.
0: Oh, 30, okay. No, nah, he's old. Is an older dad? Okay, older interesting. Tops. So do you, how connected are you to your culture? To that, like the Tanzanian, how do you, pre- Tan- Tanzanian, Tanzania, yeah. t- t- Tanzanian culture, Ten, like Tanzanian Tanzanian culture. Yeah. Tanzanian culture. How, uh, wait, so what was it Like question? how connected do you, are you uh, to it? Did they like instill a lot of those cultural like aspects into you as you were growing up? Like, were you very aware of, uh, of Tanzania mm-hmm. or like the, you know what I mean? Or
1: uh, yeah, no, I think it was there. Like, the culture was there, but I was very much in, like, I was an outside kid. So, a lot of, like, everything I picked up on was just from hanging out with my homies. It was a lot of, like, that's where I get a lot of, like, my appreciation for Philly is just from the fact that I spent a lot of time in Philly. Like, I didn't really get to pick up too much on a lot of my African culture. Like, Mm. it was, I I got to in times. Like, you know, you go to church. You might hang out with, like, the family over here. But it wasn't like a constantly like, yo, here's this update on your culture. Here's this update on your culture. And mm-hmm. it wasn't like their fault. I just wasn't around enough for them to like instill that. Right, Because right. I was so busy running around and shit. Yeah,
0: that, that's what I was going to ask. Because I think usually people with, with immigrants, it usually goes one or two ways. Either they stick to their culture or they mm-hmm. try to assimilate. Yeah. Were your, which one were your parents?
1: Uh, They tried to stick to it 100%. Okay. That's so, yeah. like, it, it wasn't like a thing I could run away from. It was there. Like, mm. they were like, we are African. Right. Do not forget. You'll remember as soon as you walk in.
0: That's funny because cause, cause the reason I asked that, because I, I, I do know people that like the parents moved to the US and it's to completely assimilate to make sure that the kids don't feel like like, like outside, yeah. which is fascinating. It's an interesting like, perspective because mm. I, I grew up the same way as you, like, you know. And I, and I wasn't even born here, but, like, as I, you know, I got friends and stuff here in the U.S., like, I definitely was trying to assimilate more to uh, American culture. But my yeah, parents were exactly. always like, no, you're going to talk to me in Spanish. exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to do this and that. You're going to talk to your family back mm-hmm. home. Like, that kind of shit. So I definitely relate to that. Um, in the wake of your your dad's passing, have you felt a need to want to get to know your culture more?
1: That had happened almost immediately.
0: Really? Like, it was, like, I lost him.
1: Because it was a weird thing of, like, right before he passed, he, like, I don't know, it's, like, this weird feeling of, like, he just he just kept, like, throwing these, like, random things, like, you should respect your African heritage more. Like, you should, uh, like, the obvious, there's a lot more, but the point is, is, like, he would instill, like, these things, like, before I go. Mm. Oh. But it was never, like, a before I go. It was just, like, it felt like it when he left, because it was, like. He never, like, it wasn't, when I was growing up, like I said, I was outside. So it was never like he was just running around, like, be African. Like, it was just, it wasn't really much we talked about towards that. But, like, before he, like, it was like he made it a point. Like, Mm. you are African. Your last name is Kawira. Right. It's not an American last name. Like, you are the first generation African of our family. Like, previous to you, no one from Africa on this side of the family was here. So it's like, you are the start of something like respect that like, obviously you're an american respect that too like don't run around just being some asshole right? yeah, yeah but you're african so like and then i went back for his funeral to africa first time and i was like you absorb the culture and you're like oh shit i am african mm. it's like 30 aunties here i don't know but they know me. <laughs> right oh so wow it's like this is tight like it, and it's just a, it's a huge culture i just i think i didn't understand it before right and i had no need to but then recently i was like yeah no nah. and then the older you get you're like i need family like mm. friends are fecal fickle, are fickle. right there we go
0: yeah you oh see you got a pronunciation issue yeah, yeah yeah no fuck yeah i'm, with yes. you. I'm, I'm with not the you, only I'm one with you, i'm with you I'm you with know how often i get made fun of because i can't say fucking you know you better, chips yeah. <laughs> uh, i be <would> saying <laughs> chips instead of chips that's fucked up. I hate. It, it, back yeah. at him. I got bullied you. for that. Going back to the beginning, I never yeah. got bullied
1: for saying fucking chips instead of chips. Hey, we see them in the street. We're getting them back. <laughs> yeah, All thank right. you. I yeah, appreciate yeah, that. No, I wish. You, I'm
0: yeah, sure. yeah. So, yeah. I used to tell my friends. Like, I'm gonna go to the to the store and get some chips. I was like, yeah. get some what? Hey, chips? No, on, it's bro. not. like the how you go through order. I'm like, I was just confused. It was like, oh, okay, I said it wrong. Yeah. And to this day, I still have issues with uh, I forget what the word a possession possession possess like i say it, possess- Poss- i don't know possession. i forget how yeah pos- did i say it wrong
1: yeah, possession
0: fuck right. see that's what i'm saying i didn't even <laughs> no, i
1: thought i said I really- it right i like uh possess- possess- possession
0: possession Poss-
1: did i say it right no it's pos- possession possession there's too much s fuck Poss- possession that's the thing about the english language in the first place it doesn't make sense when you try to say it normally okay po- po- pos- possession 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 like it's like more of a z than it is an s possession. which part the oh first oh, session. possession
0: possession anyways yeah,
1: uh, I, I was gonna say i was like "Fuck it, let's, let's, it's let's over i it's just fine. i'm stuck with that i yeah. can never
0: say that word again what's a synonym for for that word uh i'm gonna look it up right now because uh i'm done trying to say that word bro then yeah, no, i'm it, i'm never gonna get it, it right anything, so, so i might as well uh, proprietorship. I'll say that.
1: Hey, there you go. That's a big <laughs> ass word. I'm not saying. Proprietor. Pr- look. Proprietorship. proprietorship. I'll say proprietorship. that. Proprietorship.
0: Um, worldly goods. Okay. Worldly good. Um. Uh. Do you do you believe in the in the, in like almost the spiritual idea that that people can sense when their time is kind of coming to a, to an end? Like, cause you were saying that you, I feel, I think you were saying in hindsight, it felt yeah. like he was kind of, in case I go, mm-hmm. or like you should know this, like trying to make something urgent to you. Yeah. That seems kind of random, but in hindsight, it's like, oh, could it be that? Do you believe in that kind of, like, spiritual idea?
1: Uh. You know what I mean. Yeah. No, I know. What okay. You mean. I I don't think. It's weird because I want to say I don't, but my dad like he made it very almost damn near. He was damn near telling me like, "Yo, I'm about to go. This is this is what you should know." Wow. And then even with his mom, him when his mom passed, he said his mom called him and she was like, "Yeah, it's gonna happen like tomorrow." And I was like, "Wow." Lord, like, how does she know that? And he was like, "She just knows." And like, there's a lot of a there's like this idea of like God and like he right. like obviously they're very much Christian, so mm. they have like so it's like this weird thing of me being not as Christian. Maybe if I like were to lock into that part more, I'd understand that. But currently, I can't say I'm like a hundred percent in belief. Like yeah, but I think there is something to the idea of like you know, like it doesn't just happen like for sure. Like there has to be like a I don't know if it's a physical or if it probably is a spiritual thing. Of that,
0: that's why I use the word spiritual because you know Christ, You know, there's the whole thing about spirituality versus religion. Yeah. Uh, one of the last episodes I did was talking about that with somebody. So that was fascinating. But mm-hmm. um, that's why I say spiritual, just to not put the baggage of like Christianity and religion and organized yeah. religion on it. But I, I do. It, it. I don't know. It seems kind of. It seems kind of freaky if you think about it. If yeah. that no, is 100%. true, it feels freaky to know that like. You can kind of tell because mm-hmm. you hear people talk about it all the time that they say that there's like a certain piece that come from it. Yeah. Um, that when you, when you feel that piece, it almost like before you go, you almost feel like a piece of like, okay, I'm, I'm about done here. I don't got to worry about anything else. It's and that's, that shit freaks me the fuck out. It's kind of crazy if you think about it, but um. Yeah, I just find that interesting because the, the the fact that those were like what what your dad was trying to impress into you before he yeah. went, like that's fascinating to me. Um, before we go, because we're nearing the end of it, I'll, I'll, I do also want to talk about a little bit about your um, uh, your childhood, I guess, because you yeah. were like, how did that? Because because obviously you were African, right? Mm. Tanzanian, Tanzania, right? yeah, Tanzania, Tanzania, fuck, Tanzania, <laughs> no, um, that, that's fine, alright. How did that do you think influence you growing up? Uh, I think it,
1: it made me more, like I said, family was a huge mm. thing. Like in African culture, it's, I noticed it's a lot less about like having friends and more about like family. Like mm. it's a lot of yeah. like cousins hanging out, aunties, you go to their house. Like it's family, I think became a huge thing. And just uh, this feeling of like, Like, uh, I remember my dad was trying to explain it in this way of, like, white people have this almost, like, they deserve to be treated right. Like, and, like, you never, like, and, like, obviously, you don't necessarily know where it comes from because you're, like, well, you're just human as much as I am. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, he tried to explain it, like, the idea of, like, don't be mad at it, but, like, you also have that right, too. Like, as an African, it's, like, you have like obviously everyone does but in, like in our case it's like you have this last name that carries heritage like you have culture like obviously these white people like he was very much into uh black like uh african american rights in the sense like, Oh, okay. he wanted yeah like he, he was a character in my mm. eyes cuz okay. he was like this african dude who like oh yeah i care about Malcolm X and like yeah. Martin Luther King you are like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously you should but like yeah. where does that come from? I know what you, I know what you mean yeah, yeah yeah but like the point to be is like it was this idea of like, okay, you're African. And he was like trying to instill like, I know you're a black kid going through this world and you feel like you're just a black kid, but you know, you're an African American mm. kid. Your last name is Kawara. Remember all that shit when you go into the world, like don't let people take away like, oh, they're white, you're black. No, you're African. Like, yeah, this isn't like some shit you could just take away from me. I have a culture, I have a background, I have a history.
0: Yeah, that's fascinating to me because I think that's something that a lot of immigrants could, immigrant kids can relate to because mm. I think that's a thing, you know, because we're not going to get into it because this could definitely lead into a much larger yeah. topic of like. African versus African American or just black American yeah, like nah, you know like that a, differentiation that's, that's been happening a lot. The fucking yeah. diaspora, you know, conversation. Oh yeah, not they can get African deep booty scratcher. <laughs> like I was a, gonna a, ask a, you that. I was that. gonna ask. I'm sure you got that asked me if I was an African no. booty scratcher.
1: <laughs> 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 no, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> that's tight, though. I'm not no, I, was, <laughs> I don't I don't think so. Not that I don't remember. I mean, I guess I have to be right. How often do you scratch your ass? That's a great fucking. You know what? I like to keep it to a minimum. Yeah, I, I don't I don't try to do it too much. Like I know a lot of niggas like as soon as they walk in the house, yeah. get straight to the yeah, ass scratching. Yeah. I'm like, bro, chill out like. Yeah, me personally, Keep it to a minimum. Might might once a day. You feel me?
0: Where did that the 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 ass scratching part is what doesn't make sense to me. African booties? Like, yeah, the, yeah. What 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 about the the scratching makes it like uniquely I African? I I don't know. You Niggas know, just come
1: up with shit, bro. They wake yeah, up one day and they're like,
0: "Fuck it, they scratch your butts." Yeah, come yeah, on, that's man, wild
1: booty scratch your ass.
0: Like, <laughs> you fuck thought that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know who. Th- I don't know what fucking racist they're Disney funny, cartoon though. made them think that, but.
1: Yeah, no, that was. Yeah, funny. it
0: must have been like some like, you know, cause you know, old Dizzy was racist as fuck, so they might have seen something. Was weird. Yeah. Maybe Tarzan they did. I don't know. Might but be. um I was he gonna was, ask he was Oh yeah, but so up, you you do you do notice that difference of what you say what? I don't say he is scratching that but' what that I'm, white girl's <laughs> name was. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember, that but might be it. um so you have noticed the difference of like people trying to get in touch with their African cultures versus like when you were growing up. Like how they made fun of you for that, right? Like yes, you know what? Like it's almost me. become, especially after Black Panther came out. Yeah, yeah like it yeah, became yeah. more like it became cool to take pride, to to take pride in your African culture, but like you said, when when you were growing up, everybody was just
1: yeah, no. Nah, it was a funny thing about that, right? Being African. So one day, story, quick story, uh, make it as long as you want. I was in high school. Uh, this girl i wore my dashiki to school it was culture day right okay and then this like random i think she was nigerian she walks up to me and she's like um is that like real or did you buy it i'm like the "Fuck, are you talking about she's like is that real like I'm like yeah of course it's real she's mind you she walks up with like eight other like nigerians like they're like in an african pack it's like <laughs> a pack of african niggas walking up to me and i feel like an outsider this is like the most american i've ever felt and i'm like the fuck wow me like, yeah, like did you buy that? Cause like I know a lot of like black like not black panther, but like I know a lot of like black people like think they can just wear it, but you can't. I'm like
0: Really? What do you mean by what do you mean
1: by that? Like she was like you like she basically just like if you're not African, don't wear that oh, like, she got was, like, it. Oh god, like closing it, got it got off. It. Okay and previous to that I just thought anybody could wear it. Obviously I'm African, so I could wear it. So oh, but, like it was this weird feeling of like, wait, we're supposed to close people off from our culture. Like being African isn't just being black. Like, mm. I never got that, like, dilemma of, like, the cutoff. Yeah. And then it hit me, and I was like, oh, this is weird. I'm it- two things. I'm black oh. and African. And then, like, it just kept splitting over time. But it was weird. Like, yeah. I never experienced that.
0: That's always an interesting split. Yeah. And I think, in you want to, in, and, in, you know, I'll be honest with you. I do think, if we really think about it, I think the person, the rap, one rapper that's talked about, the duality of being two things—the mm-hmm. best I think out of anybody—is definitely Logic. Oh man,
1: I, hate this. <laughs> I was gonna agree with you, and I was like, "Why do we do that?" But it... I'm
0: joking, by the way. I'm totally okay, joking. i am being sarcastic. Okay, okay, okay,
1: okay. okay <laughs> I'm just okay, saying because okay, okay. he's known
0: for being like, you know, yeah, by bir- no, other by Yeah, I fucking hate that. <laughs> too shit. Too white for the black kids, too, too black, black for the whites. Shit. Like that—that's that's become
1: like almost like a cliche at this point. The thing is, Logic wasn't that bad. I will admit, logic wasn't at the that beginning. Bad no, he wasn't at the beginning, and then yeah, he no. flipped everything yeah. for no reason. He dropped everybody, and he was just like, "I'm black and I'm white," and I'm like,
0: maybe "Yeah." A nigga he started dropping the N word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, "Wait, hey, yeah. Logic. He, yeah, 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 yeah." He's done interviews. He yeah, was yeah, like, "Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, so the white people call me N word, and then the the white people will call me a cracker." Like you just went crazy. Yeah, nah. He just went here. Next
1: logic one. say nigga doesn't even feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. and I've listened to logic my whole life, but the second he said nigga, I was like, nope. Mm-mm.
0: Also, he has a song called "Africarian,"
1: which, first off, that's supposed to be like some white shit. Like I don't even think like yeah, I, the I, history of it isn't even that
0: great. Yeah, no. So
1: he's not playing his cards right. At
0: the all. only um, the only good uh part of it was J Cole rapping at the end mm-hmm. like a voice memo. That was that was great. That was a pretty good, but that album was. I think that was definitely the demise of Logic. He tried no, to do 100%. like an album with the concept of like. I don't even want to get into it. I don't. I, I, I don't even want to think about yeah, it. Man, honestly. Anyways, um, I was just making a joke. Logic, you need to give it up, bro. I listened yeah, to some new no, Logic that, music, that bro. I listened to some new Logic music. That shit was awful, bro. I think he forgot to rap. Honestly, no, that should like ass. he's just doing like the. I, I don't know. He's kind of losing. Like it I bit. want
1: Logic to know. If Logic, if you ever see this, you really are ass. Like, <laughs> yeah. you used to be good. You butt cheeks now. Hang good. it
0: out, bro, bro. Go yeah. go stream music. He or make beats. He retired,
1: too. And then he came back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why the fuck would you do that? Bro, you the only yourself. time people
0: were treating him good was when he made that last album. What's was it called? No, no pressure. pressure. I was with him. I was like, yay. It was like, done. cool. It's like he kind of tried at least to make a good album. Mm-hmm. Everybody was just like, okay, good. You know, round of applause. Yeah, exactly. Less right. than a year later, he's back and with his worst album yet.
1: Dumbass. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you can't cry. Like, you sitting here crying, grown-ass man, and then you come back?
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, less than a year later. Like, Yo, rappers never retire. No. That's no. what we know. Rappers no. are just going to say that. Kendrick's going to come back at some point. For sure. West Side man. Gun, already said he has a new album coming out. Like, these rappers don't retire. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, we're wrapping up. We're near the end. Uh, the last yeah. thing I want to ask, the way I like to end all these episodes, is if there's one thing that you want anybody listening to this to get to get across from this episode like a point you want them to get across mm-hmm. what would it be actually besides check out in case we never cry again check out his ep that just came out thank check you, that out thank you, thank uh you. definitely do that but besides that uh because <laughs> that's a uh, number one obviously yeah you gotta think, say that
1: i think the thing i'd want to get across is like I don't I don't even know. I think it probably just don't don't like don't don't spend your time focused on shit that don't matter. That's it. Just like regular like cut dry. Like don't focus on shit that don't matter. Spend your time like really trying to build a community of people you fuck with. And like don't be weird. A lot of niggas like spend like and when I be weird, like don't Be self-aware. That's it. Just know what's good for you and the people around you and do that. Niggas spend a lot of their time doing shit that they know won't benefit them in the long run. Don't do that. Simple.
0: That's it. Andrew, Mr. Kawira. Thank you. Say it right. He did. Okay, great. Nah, I feel. See, that's my that's my insecurity with pronouncing words. I nah, gotta make sure hey, I say it right. right. Um, thank you so much for doing this episode. I'm definitely gonna try to get you back whenever that album comes out. Thank hopefully, you. he's on a detox situation, and it does nah, comes it out. Be, you know what I mean? I'll when it does, I wanna get you back on the pod, and we'll talk about. So obviously, you're gonna make it about something. There's gonna yeah. be hopefully. Is that safe to say there's gonna be some sort of like. Well, you already said you like to be vulnerable in your music and create it as a, word, a way to be therapy. So mm. I know there's going to be a lot to talk about in that. Yeah, I like I like uh, talking about shit that artists make with the artists and like dissecting it. So uh, whenever you drop your album, I'll definitely love to have you back on a podcast. We'll dissect. Like, All right, you. bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's what that? What are we doing? You that you're from Philly? Are you telling? Yeah, me? I was, I was, I was yeah, yeah. Dab, we just, hit, we're just hitting this, right? Nah, bro. I thought we were gonna do like you know like the dab that turns into the handshake. You show you like, just... like like this. Oh, is that some old head
1: yeah, shit? Yeah, that's some old head <laughs> shit. <laughs> that, that was strictly old head shit. Damn, I that's crazy. Experienced...
0: Nah, what did you do? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh that, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck were you trying to do? I was just hitting like like oh yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. i'm not uh, to be fair, Wait, how do you do that, that might
1: just be young bullshit. if anything that we are what are you middle. doing though we're just locking this in right and then as uh-huh. soon as we let that go you snap
0: i've never done that in my life that's crazy i'm not hip i guess
1: i might be too <laughs> <if you laughs> me. I, might, I, I think i think that young. we realized realized
0: the problem was there yeah. uh, i'm glad the gamer cut that all right that's it thank you guys for, for watching and listening and i'll catch you guys next week all right if you have no idea what was happening there at the end because you weren't watching the video I was trying to dap up Andrew and I wasn't able to do it because he was trying a new fancy way of doing it. And I had one way of doing it. And it was funny because even after we stopped recording, uh, Rain, that was also in the room, Andrew's manager, he showed us another way of doing a dap. And I'm like, damn it. There's so many ways. But yeah, that was a fun episode, man. We talked about a lot of stuff. Um, I'm definitely going to try to get him back as soon as he drops that album. Hopefully he's in a detox situation and it actually does come out. Uh, in terms of just personal stuff or updates, um, I've already set up the recording of the next episode, which is the most important step in me getting these out regularly. It's just sometimes I don't feel like recording or let's say, you know, for the first six episodes after I came back after like that month break or whatever, what happened was I was able to schedule people in a row. Like I had a day set that were that I would be able to get somebody to record the podcast, You know, that day. It was Wednesday. Now it's changed to Saturday. I recorded um, this episode last Saturday. Um, I'm going to record the next one on a Saturday. God, you know, Lord willing, I think it's a phrase. That I got to get a new battery. That's going to drive me fucking nuts. I kind of want to make a short story where like a smoke detector that never stops beeping. Even after you change the battery. After you've gotten a new one. It just never stops beeping. The person slowly goes crazy over it. That sounds like a pretty cool idea for a short. I think I want to do that. I can record it right here in this house. Save that fucking noise. All right. Anyways, just brainstorming here. But that's why I was able to get those episodes like back to back to back to back to back to back. I think there were six back to backs. Um. But the reason I can't. I, I, then I missed the two weeks was because when I tried to schedule the next person, this episode, he wasn't able to do it on a Wednesday and that fucked up my schedule and I got busy and then it fell off. You know, as soon as I get off schedule with something, it's hard for me to get back on track. Hopefully I was, thankfully I was able to do it in a two weeks period. I think that's not too bad. So, and hopefully I'm able to record the next episode uh, next Saturday because then that would allow me to keep back on track again. But uh, yeah, this was a fun episode, and and by the way, just a little update, I guess. If you're listening to this end of the to the end of this, then you may want to know who's gonna be the next guest. It's a repeat guest. It's gonna be uh, Ren Cinema, uh, one of my favorite episodes I've done, uh, in a while. So I want to have him back on. The episode was really good. Also, one of his clips is going viral, the Don Tolliver one. People are mad at me, especially with Don Tolliver's album coming out. Is as relevant as, as ever. So that's fun. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to get him back on, see if we're able to follow through with our plans to record this episode. I think I want to talk to him about his EP that he just dropped for his birthday, um, which also, this is a reminder to myself to listen to it. Make sure it's only four songs though. So by the time I record, even if it, I wait to the very last day, if it's Saturday morning and I wake up, I want to be like, okay, I got time to listen to four songs. Um, But yeah, again, make sure to check out uh, Mr. Kawira's latest EP In Case We Never Cry Again and all his music in the description. You can find that link to that. You can also follow him on Instagram. The link to that is also there. As well as the link to TheEmptyNetwork.com where you can see everything I'm doing in the empty universe. I do more than just this podcast. Have I done those other things recently? No, but I will hopefully... Okay, I'll talk about this before I go, because I, I, I'm also going to say, go check me out and listen to this while you shit. And I think that probably, guys, obviously has kept me pretty busy, especially this past month, February. We've kind of kicked it up a notch. I'm going to be paid, hopefully, by the time you're listening to this or after uh, money, actual money. I will be paid for creative work. That feels nice to say. Um, But. And I think this month is going to be an outlier because after this month, um, you know, the money has to be split evenly between the team over there. Listen to this. Why you shit. So, um, I think in February, because of that, it made sense for me to work, uh, as much as I did, but moving forward, if the pay goes down, I'm going to need to start doing a lot more Uber again. So might work less, uh, and then work more. It's all work is what I'm realizing. But the thing I was going to say in terms of the potty mouth, you the, the potty mouth university um, is that I'm working on producing another podcast within that brand uh, that I agreed to that I'm excited to do. But the more I think about it logistically, I don't know if I had if I really actually have time to do it, but I will because I've already compromised or not compromise, I've already promised and I willingly volunteered, which I tend to do. I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it, but I don't think it through. It might be just young age, you know, but it's mostly coming through passion. It's like, yeah, I want to produce another podcast. That seems like fun. That's something I genuinely want to do, but do I have the time to do it? I don't think I do. Will I have to find the time? Of course. Will I get it done? Definitely. Only things I don't follow through with are things that, I'm the only one holding myself accountable to. That's really it. Otherwise, I try to do them. Um. And it's not gonna take that long. I don't think. So, I just find some time in the next couple of days to get the the that to edit the episode of that new episode I'm producing. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say. I'm I, somehow I've made myself even busier than I was. Go me. But yeah, that's gonna be it for this episode. This has been episode 194. Thank you guys so much for listening to this. If you are, I really appreciate you. There's a couple of you that let me know that you listen. That like, I do this for fun. I do this to keep the dream alive. I do this because I think I can have the best interview show on the internet. I look up to podcasts like W2F, WTF with Mark Maron. In terms of interviewing people. Having conversations with people. It's ultimately my, that's my ultimate dream. you know. So I want to keep doing this. Because the moment I stop doing this. I, I've said this analogy before. But the moment I stop doing this podcast. Is the moment I've given it up. It's the moment that I sold my stock. And you know. You never know what could happen. If you just hold on to the fucking stock man. So just hold on to the stock. That's my little advice for you. You know how at the end of the episode. I asked. Uh. Andrew to give me uh, uh, a piece of wisdom. That's mine. Hold on to the stock. Stock of life. Well, in that context, that means don't kill yourself. Anyways, let's just end this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys next week.